0: This is Reverend Charles Fenson. I'm the Interim Pastor at Presbyterian Church of the Covenant in Costa Mesa, California. This is the morning worship service. Our address is 2850 Fairview Road, Costa Mesa, California, 92626. Our website is pccov.org. And our Facebook page is pccov. And our email is info@pccov.org. We welcome you to this service. Our vision statement is that the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant is a Christ-centered community set free by grace and placed in our neighborhoods to serve and to invite all people into a wondrous relationship with God. God bless you as you worship with us. Good morning, people of God. Good morning, friends in Christ. Welcome to worship. Welcome to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant here in Costa Mesa on this Palm Sunday. Welcome. Blessed Palm Sunday to you. You're going to be hearing more about Palm Sunday in this worship service this morning. Welcome to our visitors. Who is with us new that we may introduce and bless? And thank for being here. We are amongst friends today. Good. Good. Friendship books, please pass them along. We might have record of your worship. We might greet you by name. All of our men's and women's groups will meet during this holy week. Presbyterian women will not meet. The Wednesday night group will not meet. But Thursday morning group Will me. Well, we know who the pious ones are. <laughs> then you reprobate you on Wednesday night. And, of course, the men. The men will meet. The men will meet. Thursday, Monday, Thursday, communion service here in the sanctuary at 7 o'clock. We invite you out for Monday, Thursday. And then, of course, next Sunday, glorious Easter morn. Please bring flowers for our cross. We'll have a cross here. Bring some flowers from your gardens and we'll have a beautiful Palm Sunday. I've been for the last 12 days in Portland, Oregon being by the side of my brother who has terminal stage 4 colon cancer. Yesterday morning I read Scripture. We prayed. um, I sang songs. And he went to be with God yesterday afternoon at 4 o'clock. So John the Baptist here he is by by Big Sur just kicking back and enjoying that and it was one of the most triumphant the most triumphant homegoings I've ever seen 63 years old he reminded me that Martin Luther lived 63 years so John the Baptist is with God so thank you for your love and your prayers so we're praying also for Cornell. His mother is ill in Europe. He is flying out after this service. We'll be away for a few days. So we're covering for Monday, Thursday and Easter and maybe beyond. So we pray for Cornell. We pray for Gwen Conway who fell, is at Hogue Hospital today. So pray for Gwen and Donna and other prayers that Amy will offer in her morning prayers. Are there any other announcements? Please rise and greet your neighbor with, Have a blessed Palm Sunday. Have a blessed Palm Sunday.
1: Okay, can we start making our way back to our seats? And we'll invite the choir to call us into worship. For the responsive call to worship. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout out, o daughter of Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you, triumphant and glorious to see, humble and riding on a donkey, Honorable. full the foal of a donkey. We praise you, O God, for your redemption of the world through Jesus Christ. Today he entered the holy city of Jerusalem in triumph and was proclaimed Messiah and King by those who spread garments and branches along his way. Let these branches be signs of his victory and grant that we who carry them may follow him in the way of the cross, that dying and rising with him, we may enter into your kingdom through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen.
0: seated. And we have our Palm Sunday parade assembling. I can hear Everly now. (laughs) So our students, Rob and students, come join us in this parade. All of you citizens of Jerusalem, do you have palm branches? Do you have them, citizens? Pass them back. Pass them back. Anyone in need of a palm branch? Benjamin has them back there, okay. And could we ask um, our ushers to lay down the cloaks through the streets of Jerusalem? Lay down those cloaks so we can have a parade. Who needs a palm branch? Come on. Who wants two? You've got two. Okay. So our... Jerusalemites are laying down the palm branches, come on down, come on down, the cloaks, come on down, good for you, and then we're going to start the parade back here, we're going to need some traveling music, so we need some Palm Sunday music, maybe, oh good. So it was Sunday morning the first day of holy week and Jesus asked his disciples to find a donkey and the owner would ask what are you doing with my donkey and the disciples were to answer Jesus has need of it so the owner said okay And on the donkey Jesus went and the people of Jerusalem spontaneously waved their palm branches, come on, and said, Hosanna in the highest. highest. Blessed Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Come on, you Presbyterians, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. Amen. Good job. Have a seat. Have a seat. I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, that was quite a parade. Do you like parades? Do you like the Rose Parade? Ever see that on TV, the Rose Parade? Anyone ever go to the Rose Parade? I have a friend who likes the Clydesdales. you like the Clydesdales? You know, that's a big horse, those Clydesdales. How many hands? If we had Donna here, we'd know how many hands. 20, 18 hands, big horse. 15, big feet. Jesus did not come through Jerusalem on a Clydesdale. <coughs> he came on a donkey. Do you have a picture of a donkey? There he is. Shall we name him? Homer, Eeyore, Eeyore. that's a donkey, an animal of peace, Jesus came as the prince of peace, so we also are peacemakers in our world, (coughs) and Jesus is our prince. Pastor Charles is losing his voice, so... We're going to hold hands. Take a hand, please. And Miss Amy is going to come up, and she's going to offer a prayer, please. A Palm Sunday prayer. Let's
2: pray.
3: Father, thank you for this remembrance, for the parade, for the colors, for the palm branches. As we, too, even today, say, Hosanna, blessed is the name, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Bless our children, bless the servants, come Lord Jesus, worship
0: with us as we worship you. In your name we pray, amen. 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 Children's director, Carrie, is going to tell us what's going to happen next.
4: So today we have a special program for our children. Um, We're going to be walking through Holy Week. Um, We have five stations set up. they'll be going through uh, Palm Sunday. So this is kind of just a uh, glimpse of what they're going to see back then. Um, for Palm Sunday, and then we're going
0: to go through the Last Supper. They're going to go through the Garden, um, and then back to Good Friday, and then the Resurrection of Jesus. So it's going to be a great day for them, and um, we hope they all enjoy it. <laughs> so we have any adults while I'm my sermon? <laughs> we know where you're going. God bless you, children. Here we go. And students.
1: we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In humility and faith, let us confess our sin to God. Join me in the call. (laughs) and direct what we shall be, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear the good news. Who is in position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old life has gone, a new one has begun. Know that you are forgiven, and be at peace. Amen. Please stand.
4: Maybe this morning you have some things on your heart that you just want to lay down before the cross. So as we sing this next song, just think about those things and how much God cares about every detail in your lives. He cares about all the troubles. He rejoices with you in all the good times. He's there for you. So just lay it all at his cross right now this song.
0: Thank you, praise band. Thank you, choir. In our bulletins, you see an insert that next Sunday morning, Easter morn, we're going to be collecting our annual One Great Hour of Sharing offering. This goes through our Presbyterian church to mission across the land and around the world. So we encourage you to be generous And also, are you doing your Lenten sacrifice bags? Are you putting an article of clothing in those bags? One for every day of Lent, 40 days, 40 items. So bring those in on the 28th of April. Two weeks ago Monday, my brother was preaching to a group of pastors gathered around his bed First Monday night's on Corbett, and those pastors were there, and John um, decided he'd like some hummus and and pita during his sermon, so we brought that to him, and he kind of munched along and continued on. So I have brought uh, coffee, thank you, Amy. No, tea, tea. So um, if I need that tea during this sermon, you'll bear with me. Our scriptures on this Palm Sunday are taken from Psalm 118. Let us listen for God's word. O give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them, and give thanks to the Lord This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From Psalm 118. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And our Gospel reading taken from Mark chapter 11. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany, near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Just say this. The Lord needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt tied near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, what are you doing untying the colt? They told him what Jesus had said and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven." Then Jesus entered the temple and went into Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Eternal God, whose word silences the shouts of the mighty, quiet within us every voice but your own speak to us through the sufferings and death of Jesus Christ, that by the power of the Holy Spirit we may receive grace to show Christ's love in lives given for Your service. Amen. Palm Sunday. It was the beginning of the Jewish Passover, a series of days that would bring thousands of pilgrims into Jerusalem to celebrate their release from Egypt slavery. It was the miracle of God's hand as Israel exited under their leader and liberator, the man Moses. Obedient families smeared their doorposts in lamb's blood as the angel of death passed over their homes. They were passed over to strike the dwellings of those loyal to Pharaoh. So the Exodus was Israel's meta-narrative. It was Israel's all-encompassing story that Hebrew homes spoke of in reverence and celebrated in joy, especially during the Passover festival. As the New Testament opens, Jews are an occupied people. Jerusalem fell to Rome in 63 BC. The Jewish monarchy under the Maccabees was abolished. Rome ruled Jerusalem through a system of high priests, and the primary qualification to be a high priest was wealth. Rome trusted wealthy families. The priests at Jerusalem were loyal collaborators with distant Rome. And they had one primary job in the maintaining of order, and that was to collect and pay the annual tribute to Rome. Taxes. Tomorrow. In the decades before Jesus' birth, there were power struggles in Jerusalem among Jewish aristocratic families. Rome appointed as king of the Jews a man whose family had only recently converted to Judaism. This Herod the Great had been in power when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Herod was a man of great ability, but also a treacherous man During Herod's 33-year reign, he was responsible for the execution of many Jewish aristocratic families, confiscating land and wealth, placing the elites of Jerusalem under surveillance, prohibiting public gatherings, all to shore up his power and place as king of the Jews. It was Herod, you remember, who was responsible for the murder of innocent two-year-olds, boys in Judea, in a failed attempt to take out the infant Christ. Herod rebuilt the magnificent Jerusalem temple, described by non-Jewish writers as the most colossal structure in the Roman Empire. Herod dies as the Holy Family is hiding in Egypt. Herod's son Archelaus was appointed king over Jerusalem. Joseph and Mary had returned to Nazareth 100 miles north and in Nazareth, Jesus would grow up. Rome removed Archelaus in two years, and in his place, Rome appointed a series of governors who dominated the Jews for seven decades, economically and politically, through land and tribute and tax. So Jews, during Jesus' lifetime, were ruled by these temple authorities, again, wealthy families, chief priests and scribes, Councils and legal and literate experts in place for generations. And their loyalties were an uneasy mix between God and Rome. No wonder so many questions of allegiance and loyalty were put to Jesus in His three-year earthly ministry. Into this political hotbed, Jesus entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. There were two processions, Two parades entering Jerusalem that day. One was a peasant procession, the other an imperial procession. From the east, is that east? Sort of. From the east came riding a donkey down from the Mount of Olives, and from the west, Is that west? A military parade of then Governor Pontius Pilate, who was in power for five years. Pilate's procession is visible, it's palpable, it's a physical demonstration of Roman imperial power. There were cavalry on horses, foot soldiers, armor, weapons, banners on poles, the beating of drums, dust, clamor, fear abroad, The onlookers were both awed and bitterly resentful. During Passover, when the population of Jerusalem swelled fivefold, trouble was always at hand. The Jews were an unsympathetic, unwilling, unruly subjects of Rome. So every year in the spring at Passover, Pilate and the governors of Judea before him would move their military entourage up out of Caesarea by the sea, up to Jerusalem, to reinforce the established Roman garrison in that place. And there, Pilate would govern and try back cases like that of Barabbas from the fortress Antonia overlooking the Jerusalem temple and courtyards. The parade of Pilate was not only a, a political, military, imperial procession The parade was also an expression of imperial theology. The emperor of Rome was also the Son of God. On Christmas Eve, we learned that Augustus was Caesar at the time of Jesus' birth. Augustus had Roman buildings and official documents and even coinage with inscriptions to Augustus as Son of God, Lord, Savior, the one who brought peace on earth. Emperor Tiberius in Jesus' day bore divine titles as well. So Pilate's march of a rival social kingdom was also a rival divine kingdom. On the other side, on the east side, Jesus entered Jerusalem. Two disciples are told by our Lord to go into the next village untie a young cult that had never been ridden bring it to Jesus, which after a question or two they did. Jesus got up on that donkey road down the west slope of the Mount of Olives through the east gate near St. Stephen's Gate today. And the crowd spontaneously spread out their cloaks. They waved palm branches, shouted out, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming realm of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest. In Psalm 118 that we Heard this morning was a Hillel psalm, a psalm of praise that the disciples probably sang as they left the upper room on the night of our Lord's betrayal. So here Mark has two opposing parades during the Passover festival. It's intriguing that this Gospel of Mark is written to a Roman audience with Jewish background. They would have noted the obvious. And that on this Palm Sunday in Jerusalem for Jesus and for Pilate, it was a tale of two parades. One procession embodied power and glory and violence that ruled the world. The other procession, our Lord's Parade, embodied the realm of God, a realm of servitude, of nonviolence, of peace. You see the story of Holy Week that we are entering this morning. And each day in Holy Week is a story of two kingdoms. And we the faithful have a choice before us this week, this last week of Christ's life. And we can go the way of Pilate or we can go the way of Christ. Pilate's procession intimidates. Our Lord's parade invites. Pilate's procession says, might makes right. Our Lord's parade says, gentleness is persuasive. Pilate says, me first. Jesus says, you first. My enemy first. Pilate rages to hell with the world, and Jesus rings out to heaven with all nations. Pilate's procession is wide, and many will follow it. Our Lord's parade is narrow, and few find it. So which parade will you be exalting this week? Which procession will capture your heart and your deeds? This last week of Lent, we will go to work, we will go to our homes, we will travel, we will read the paper, we will look at our computers, we will speak to people, we will make decisions. But we ask behind all of that, which parade will you be joining in our quiet life with God? Will we seek out the Spirit of Christ or the Spirit of Caesar? Now, there is good news for you and me today. Today, this Jesus of Palm Sunday, this Jesus of the last week of Lent is inviting women and men and boys and girls just like you and very different from you to join this parade of justice and peace and blessing. So may we hear His voice and follow in His gracious way. Let us pray. Redeeming God, capture today our hearts for you. We want to march and herald a procession of peace, righteousness, and gentleness. May the rider of that parade be head of all we say and do in this holy week before us. May longtime believers, may new Christians and those who seek you in this morning hour turn from our sins and place our only trust and hope in Jesus Christ, our living Savior and Lord, in whose gracious name we worship this day. Amen. Let us sing our hymn of response. Ride on, ride on. In majesty, please rise if you are able. heard the gospel proclaimed in song in prayer in confession in sermon we now respond to that good news by waiting upon you for our morning tithes and offerings our ushers will please come forward
3: Be seated. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Romans 12:12. 12, 12. Shall we pray together? Holy and Merciful God, we praise and worship you this holy Palm Sunday, and we join our voices together crying, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We worship Jesus, our King, freely and openly and pray for those around the world who are persecuted and fearful because of their faith. Father, we pray for a world in desperate need of you. We pray for peace in Israel and Palestine in the wake of their recent elections. We pray for the reunification of Syrian refugees with their children We ask for your wisdom and mercy as the United States works through its own issues with our borders and the refugees seeking asylum here. We pray for your mercy and grace to be a salve on our broken world. Lord, as we bask in this beautiful Southern California sunshine, we are mindful of the severe storm and tornadoes in Mississippi and elsewhere this year or this week. Be with each of those affected and spur neighbor to help neighbor to truly be your presence of hope. God, we pray for continued stamina for the PNC as they evaluate the final candidates for our next pastor. Give each PNC member wisdom and discernment. Thank you, Lord, for the healing and positive health reports for many of our own. For those still undergoing health issues, we pray for healing. For those experienced loss or grief, we pray for comfort. Father, surround Cornell with traveling mercies as he leaves today for Romania to be with his mother. May your loving presence be with his mother as she awaits his arrival. We pray, too, for Pastor Charles and his family as they grieve and remember their beloved John the Baptist, who went to be with the Lord yesterday. We pray for Don and Lynn's son-in-law, Matt, who is at Hogue waiting for spinal surgery, and for Gwen, who also is at Hogue recovering from a fall. May both Matt and Gwen feel your presence and your healing. We pause for a moment of silence to lift up those close to us in need of prayer. and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we continue with our worship, please stand for our hymn of commitment.
0: I want to thank Elder Don Beard and Elder Debbie Slabaugh for organizing our Lenten Quiet Nights these past five Wednesday evenings. Thank you for that. Let us receive the Palm Sunday. Let us receive the Palm Sunday benediction. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God And the communion of the Holy Spirit rest and remain with each one this day, this Palm Sunday, this night, in this holy week and forever through Christ our Lord. Amen. This is Pastor Charles Fenson again, and we invite you at any point to come and worship with us here at Presbyterian Church of the Covenant in Costa Mesa. We trust that God has been honored by this worship service and that you have been blessed. God be with you.